Welcome to On Tangent, where online marketing, entrepreneurship, and life collide. I'm Maida, your online marketing bestie and fellow entrepreneur. It wasn't long ago that I was a corporate slave shackled by golden handcuffs, but now I get to run a flexible, fulfilling business that allows me to make an impact that extends far beyond me. Here, we believe in the power of free-flowing conversations and unfiltered discussions, where every topic is fair game, and there are no boundaries and no limits. Join me as we dive into conversations that will equip, entertain, and inspire you throughout your entrepreneurship journey with a dash of humor, lots of curiosity, and a touch of unpredictability. After all, life and marketing is full of surprises. Ready to join me? Grab your coffee or tea and let's get chatting. Hey there and welcome back to another episode. I've got a hot topic for you today and I'm diving deep into that way too familiar fear of starting your own business. Starting a business can feel like a roller coaster of emotions from excitement to sheer panic. But guess what? I'm here today to tell you that you've got this. You can do it. I'm here to guide you through that fear today and those first essential steps you need to take and get started. Are you ready? I hope you are because this is going to be a really good one. So let's tackle it. All right. First, let's talk a bit more about that fear, right? If you're on the fence or have been thinking about, you know, thinking about starting your business for a while, or maybe you've even already started your business, then you know that feeling. It's that nagging voice in your head that says, what if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? What if I run out of money? Believe me, I've been there. Starting Be The Buzz Academy was a whirlwind of emotions for me. The fear of failure, the uncertainty of it all, it was all so, so real. But now that I'm on the other side of it, looking at it all more clearly, I realize that it's completely normal. In fact, I would go as far as to say that if you're not even a little scared, stop to think, is what you're trying to do even challenging for you? Because I think, you know, what? how's that saying go? I think it's something like, if your dreams don't scare you, then you're not even dreaming big enough, right? So think to, so stop to think about it for a minute if it doesn't scare you at all. But if that fear is there, what do we do about it? What do we do with that fear? I say embrace it. And this might sound kind of weird, but I say embrace it. Don't beat yourself up over feeling scared. Fear is just your body's way of saying, hey, this is important. It's like, it's almost like a signal that you're stepping out of your comfort zone and into growth. And what about the what if game, right? That we tend to play, like I mentioned earlier. Have you ever played that game? Before you can, you know, even think twice, that annoying voice in your head goes, what if I fail? What if no one buys? What if no one signs up? I know I feel it. I still feel it all the time. Well, what if you succeed beyond your wildest dreams? What if you sell out? You just won't know until you actually give it a try. And believe it or not, fear and excitement are two sides of the same coin. You get to choose how to channel that energy. The adrenaline rush you feel when you're about to start something new can also be channeled into enthusiasm and motivation instead of fear and anxiety. 
It just takes a little reframing and pushing through and showing up even when you don't feel like it. The bottom line is do your best to turn that fear into excitement if you can. And while we're talking about reframing your fear and thoughts, let's make another point very, very clear. Mindset matters. It matters so much. Your mindset plays a huge role in how you perceive fear. You can choose to think, I'm afraid, or, you know, with the right mindset, you can choose to instead try saying, I'm excited about this opportunity. I'm excited about this adventure. It's a subtle shift that can make a huge, huge difference for you and your business. Now that we've talked about facing your fear head on, let's move on to something equally important, which is passion. Your passion is like the North Star guiding your business journey. When you're truly passionate about what you're doing, it becomes a driving force. To help find your passion, ask yourself, why do I want to start this business? Is it because you love what you do? Or is it because you want to, you know, have more time with your family and your friends? Or is it for financial reasons? Or is it something else entirely? Try your best to get to the root of your passion first. By the way, there's nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing wrong with your why being about money. I think money is a great motivator and wanting to be financially secure and free is an amazing why to have. And being able to help other people with your knowledge and expertise to make that money is a great way to do it. So if your why is about money, say it loud and proud. Anyways, your why, regardless of what it is for you, is your anchor and your source of resilience when times get tough. And speaking of resilience, when you're passionate about your business, setbacks and challenges become learning opportunities, not roadblocks. You bounce back stronger because you genuinely care about what you're building. And for those of you who aren't huge risk takers, what you could do is before diving in completely, you could dip your toes into your business idea first. You can do that by freelancing, offering services to friends, or creating a prototype of some sort. This is what I did mainly because I was diving into a completely new career, which was marketing. And my background is actually in psychology, research, strategy, and analytics. And I was coding at a, at a certain point. So... It was a huge shift for me and I needed to know that I would like marketing before I dove, you know, all in. And dipping my toes into it with side gigs helped me validate my passion and it can do the same for you. So that's what I would recommend. Test the waters. And while we're here, I think this is important to say because it seems like everyone is starting their own business right now. Starting a business just because it's trendy isn't a recipe for long-term success. In order to make this work long-term, you have to, you know, be rock solid in your why and your passion will sustain you when that, you know, those trends change. All right, so we've tackled fear and we've embraced passion. Now let's get into the nitty-gritty of getting started, which should start with, research and planning of course right starting a business is truly a journey and you wouldn't set out without a map right 
Well, your business plan is your roadmap. So that's what needs to happen next. So first, figure out a general idea of what your business goals are and at a very high level, what services or products you want to offer that align with your passion and your business goals. I'm talking really high level here because you'll create your actual products and offer after some research that I will walk you through in a little bit. But for this phase, ask yourself what you want to offer. Is it coaching, for example? Is it digital products? Is it a done-for-you service? Is it something else? So again, at a very high level, think about what it is that you want to offer. Then you need to start to understand your target audience. This is insanely important. And I could, you know, scream this at the top of every roof, right? I'm not talking about just what gender they are or what their income level is. You need to decide who they are and what are their habits, what are their desires, and what are their goals, their pain points, what do they need, what do they want. Oftentimes, those two things are not the same thing, by the way. What they need and what they want is a lot of times two different things. So you really, really need to get to know your target audience very at like a deep level is what I'm trying to say. And then think about how exactly you can help them. Remember, what sells the best is a solution to a problem. So as you dive into your target audience more, you'll understand what their problems are and that's what you want to help them solve, right? So that you need to provide the solution to that problem. So next, you'll want to get to know your competition. What are they doing well and where are they failing or not failing necessarily, but maybe falling short, right? Knowing this is key when crafting your unique selling proposition, which is the abbreviation for USP. If you've seen that anywhere, it just means unique selling proposition. And this is what makes your product and your services different from your competitors. That's all USP means. So you need to understand your competition so that you can craft your USP. Now that you're more informed about your audience and your competitors, consider starting with an MVP, minimum viable product. It's like a mini trial version of your business idea. So you could launch something small and improve it based on feedback. So doing this can save you so much time and money when you're just kind of trying to test the waters, right? So you create something really small, a very small version of the bigger product that you're thinking about just to see what the market interest is. Okay, so that concludes the research and planning phase. Then we get into the moment you've been waiting for, taking that bold leap into entrepreneurship. And remember, your business does not have to be perfect from day one. And in fact, it shouldn't be. It can't really be, right? And perfection is overrated and it doesn't even exist. So let's just throw that out the window right now. Okay, so here's a quick rapid fire of what to remember when you're taking that leap. First, I would say start small. Start with what you already have. Your first website does not need to be all decked out with all the bells and whistles. Your initial product or your service doesn't have to be a masterpiece. Just start and iterate as you go. Make it better with feedback. 
Just start with what you have. And be ready to learn and adapt. That would be my second tip. Embrace the learning curve that is going to be there. You can't really avoid it. Um, You'll make mistakes and that's okay. Each mistake is going to be a lesson in disguise. I promise you that. Even if you can't see the purpose of it right away. The most successful entrepreneurs are those who learn and adapt very, very quickly. So I would emphasize that you need to be able to learn and adapt pretty quickly. My third tip is staying consistent. And I think, you know, you've heard it. Staying consistent is key. And you guys have mainly heard it when we're talking about content creation and posting to social media and things like that. But sticking to a schedule, not just for social media, you know, whether it's for posting blogs, right? Or me posting my podcast episodes. I'm trying to stay consistent with that. Uh, Or, you know, even reaching out to potential clients. If you stay consistent with that, it'll build trust and credibility for the people that you are trying to reach. If you keep showing up day in and day out and you stay consistent in how you're showing up, that will go a long way. And my last tip for you is Don't forget to celebrate your victories, no matter how small they seem to you. Every sale, every positive review, every milestone reached is a step forward. Make sure to acknowledge them and celebrate them. Don't let them go unseen and not acknowledged. And that, my friends, wraps up today's episode. Remember, fear is natural. Passion fuels your journey. Research and planning are your allies. And taking a little leap is where the magic happens. Stay tuned for more episodes packed with actionable tips and inspiration. You've got this and I'm here to cheer you on every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and until next time, keep chasing those dreams.